<laughs> Kia ora, Jack. How's the liberation? Oh, it's very good, thank you. It's um, it's a little strange. You know, it's funny when you come out of MIQ. I, mm-hmm. I came out of the, you know, I, I had a, a hotel room in the Distinction in Hamilton, and it was a sort of an internal facing, um, facing room. So I had, you know, I had windows that opened and a little view and stuff, but the view was of the hotel itself. Right. And so when I left on Thursday morning, I realised that I had absolutely no idea about the kind of you know the the space around the hotel. I didn't know what buildings or businesses were next door. I didn't know that there were these offices down the road or the supermarket or anything like that. It's very strange, and I realised that in the space of two weeks, my world had become so small. Hell, you know, yeah. a couple of wings of a hotel and a car park, basically. Um, <laughs> it's funny how you kind of go through that experience. But no, it's very nice to be out. I had a great time, no complaints, but it's nice to be out yeah. nonetheless. Good on you. Yeah. Hey, um, we're focusing on Tiano this morning. Has Fjordland mm. recovered from the February storm? Because that was really significant, wasn't it? I know a lot of roads and oh. tracks were seriously damaged. It was epic, yeah. And they are getting there. But I was blown away. I went down to Fjordland a couple of weeks ago, and I just couldn't believe how devastating the impact of that epic rainstorm was um, and over a metre of rain fell in just 60 hours so you know compare that to the, the devastation in Napier a couple of weeks ago we're talking about five times the level of rain in a very short space of time yeah and yeah. Um, as you as you trip around Fiordland um, what really stands out is how many rivers and many stretches have permanently changed course as a result of that rainstorm, which, yeah, was why so many roads and tracks were destroyed in the process. But they've done some major engineering projects. It's sort of like a fight back against nature to yeah. reclaim the Yordland for visitors. And, yeah, they're, they're knocking off the big, um, the big projects. So Milford Road, which we will talk about next week, was the first priority for reopening, and that's been open for a while. The Great Walks, obviously huge interest in this for summer. Milford Track reopens on Monday. The Root Burn will reopen uh, in about 10 days' time, which is fantastic. Mm. And the Hollyford will partially reopen later next month. I've still got quite a lot of work to do there. Oh, fantastic. What about if you want a bit of an, dare I say, off-the-beaten-track experience from Tiana? Where would you go? What would you recommend? Well, I went out with a guy called Mark Wallace, who runs Fiordland Outdoors, and he took me on what I would consider as being one of the most sublime, back-of-beyond day trips of my life. I went to a place called Lake Hankinson in the Wapiti River, which you get to via Middle Fjord, which juts off Lake Tiano. Right. I've never heard of these places. Um, and just getting there underscores how enormous Lake Tiano is. Uh, yeah. Because they've essentially got like three large fjords jutting off the western side of the lake. So uh, once we got through Middle Fjord, we did this stunning bush walk on Deep Sound Track. Once again, never heard of it. Uh, that uh, took us to Lake Hankinson. Then we took another boat ride to reach the Wapiti River, which is the most spellbinding setting. We are talking untamed wilderness next level. It is so gorgeous, so remote. Um, most people who go there would largely be deer and wapiti hunters. And a real gem there is Fiordland National Park's oldest operating hut. She's 97 years old, the Hankinson hut. Yeah. Um, she stood the test of time, had a bit of restoration work, but it is just the most incredible pinch-yourself place for a picnic lunch. Yeah. It is a banger of a day trip. Oh, that's a great tip. Okay, thank you. Uh, did you get up close with the Murches and Mountains? 
Yeah, I was so excited about this, Jack, because as you make your way over to Middle Fjord, yeah, those um, magnificent mountains uh, become more and more intimate with you. Um, and I learned so much about uh, the Takahi Recovery Program on that day trip. The thing which really blew me away is that the terrain that the trap layers are dealing with um, to protect Takahi is like near vertical. So they've laid currently, there are 4,500 stoat traps that they've got to manage across the Murchison Mountains. So, you know, these guys who, who manage those traps, they really are doing God's work. The, what they have to do to try and get up and down those mountainsides is just extraordinary. Helicopters, abseiling, you name it, they do it. Yeah. Um, formidable terrain. And uh, that Takahi recovery program is just going great guns because the Murchies are really like the mothership of mm. the conservation mm. program. So they've currently got about 200 birds there, which is about half of the national population. But it's amazing to think, yeah, only 70 years ago, we thought this bird was extinct. It's extraordinary, eh? It's, a, it's yeah. incredible what they've been able to do. Did you go to the Lake to Lake Trail? Yeah, this is a really good tip for summer because it's only a couple of years old, this trail. And what you can do is you can do a combo from Tiano where you set off on Fiordland Jets two-hour ride, which takes you through the Waio River to Lake Manapori. And it's loaded with Lord of the Rings filming locations all along this jet boat ride. You do a wee taster walk on the Kepler track, which is fantastic. And then after the jet boat tour, if you want to ride back to Tiago, you can on yeah. this newly formed cycle trail. And it's a cracking wee trail. Uh, it will only take you a couple of hours, but you there's a couple of hills to mount. They're not too bad. Then you wheel your way through um, all of the, the forest-fringed lakefront of Manapuri and then Tiano. And then, of course, one of the great calling cards of Tiano, whether you're doing this by bike or just on foot, down on the lakefront, that magnificent bird sanctuary, which has a horde of takahi, you can get right up close to them. It is guaranteed New Zealand Instagold. Ah, oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Not that we would ever do anything just to feed the gram, mate. Any other uh, Tiano never, never. tips for us? A couple of quick things. If you want to get a really good appreciation for the size of Fiordland National Park, go to Fiordland Cinema. They uh, have that 30-minute film that screens several times a day called Atafenawa, beautifully narrated by Sir Tiffany O'Regan, and it really does give you um, a really good fix for mm. the immensity of the park. You can fit Yosemite and Yellowstone National Parks into Fiordland National Park. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a great. Oh, that's a great little stat. Sheesh. Yeah. Okay, thank you.